Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Talk Football Podcast. Uh, we're not at our computers today, so uh, we're we're just recording this. There's going to be no video. Um, should be a nice, uh, nice quick one today. Um, really, not not much to talk about around the NFL world right now. Um, we we're going to go over, uh, I I believe, the Super Bowl. Um, I don't think we, yeah, we haven't had a podcast since then. Um, but thank you for joining. My name's Logan. I'm with my co-host Christian. Christian, you got any opening words? Uh, no, like you said, it's going to be a quick one. Uh, just to kind of give you the updates that the Patriots have had a couple hirings. It looks like they only have like three more spots open to add that full coaching staff. So I'll go over that, but we can kind of go over it, uh, Super Bowl to start it off. Yeah, uh, Super Bowl scripted. Um, <laughs> no, nah, but for real though, I, it's. I'm, I'm not. A, you know, of course, I was rooting for the 49ers. I was going for my boy Christian McCaffrey, hoping he would get himself a ring. But to to go through three Super Bowls and not have a single holding call on your team is a bit suspicious in my eyes. Um, I don't yeah. think that's even remotely possible, especially when Nick Bosa is getting bent in in half at the line. Um, I, I just think the I don't I wouldn't say it's scripted, but I think the NFL knows who they want to win. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. I I wouldn't say it's scripted, but I think there is some like business aspect going on going on in the background. Um. Because I mean, a lot of those plays, you you can't be like, oh, this is what's going to happen. This is this is the script. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're gonna you're gonna miss a field goal here, but you got to have it blocked. Like, I mean, you can't. Yeah, you can't, can't really do all that. that. But <laughs> refereeing wise does make a difference in a game. And yes. it's stuff like that that uh, that they can kind of control and give a little bit of an edge. But uh, I just think. Everybody needs to calm the fuck down with the whole Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT and shit like that. He's the best quarterback in the league currently. Yes, I get it. But he literally has to double every single one of everything out of his stats to even come close to what Brady has done. And he still has to go another 20 years to catch up at this point. So um, I get it. He's definitely a top five quarterback. I mean, it's amazing what he's doing, but... Um, just just relax, please. I mean, I I think it's the whole aspect of the media portraying like he's on goat pace and everything. Um, now I, yeah, I he's got a long ways, long long ways to go. Even I mean, he's he's not even up there with with Peyton Manning neither. I mean, he's, like, he's not even past Joe Montana yet. Like, can can we get past yeah. him first? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, it's not it, to me. It's not all about rings. Of course, you know when when you're someone like Tom Brady gets six rings and seven, including on a on another team other than yeah. your original team. That's yeah, that's like very impressive. Um, well, Brady also has stats to back it up too. So it's not just. Yeah. He's got yeah. seven, seven rings. He's got, I mean, in the postseason, his records are just astronomical. So 
he's got the stats, like you were saying, too, to back it up. Like, like we just need to relax is what we need to do. It's just the media yeah. hyping it up per NFL usual bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, not, not taking anything away from uh, Patrick Mahomes and what he's accomplished so far. He's, he, it's, like, it's like you said, he's, uh, he's the best in the league right now. There's no question about that. Uh, I don't think quarterback comes close right now. Um, yeah, he's a tier on his own. Yeah. So, but in order to get up to those, uh, you know, top tier quarterbacks like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, um, Joe Montana, I mean, shoot, I don't even think he's above Drew Brees yet with the career that Brees had, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so um, he's got a few more years to – Till he he can prove to me that he's up there with those those names, um, in my opinion. Uh, but right now, currently, yes, he's the best in the league. Yeah, no doubt about that. I don't think anybody can even argue that. I mean, none of the other quarterbacks come close to it. So, um, yeah, right now and yeah, for sure. But I just when when he gets past Montana, then okay, now we can start talking because that time he's gonna have stats to back it up. All that good stuff. So let's get past Joe Montana like we all did for Brady and said and was like, you can't even talk about anything until he gets past Montana. But so once he gets past that, then I, I'll start entertaining it. But until then, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, he's got a he's got a few few more years to go for me to consider him up there with the with those greats. Um, but Back, back, back to the Super Bowl. Um, you, you have Travis Kelsey about running over. Um, oh my God, Andy Reid on the sidelines there. Uh, I, I guess it's it's all good and good in the hood over there now. Uh, Andy Reid, I guess, didn't really mind it that much. Um, and and Travis came out and and uh, said he was out of pocket for doing that. Uh, Even Jason Kelsey called him out in their podcast. He's like, they, yeah. you definitely should not have to handle that that way. And so Kel- yeah. Travis knows what he did. Yeah, yeah. When the big brother comes and puts the hammer down, then you know mm-hmm. that, that that's when it's serious. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I I agree with J- Jason Kelsey. That's that's yeah, that's out of pocket. You you can't be doing stuff like that. They, like it. I get he only had one reception for one yard at that point, and he wasn't getting the ball uh, and wasn't getting targeted. But there's better ways you can go about telling your coach. That, yeah, go up to Patrick they, and be like, what do, what do we got to do? Let's get it together. Be civilized about it. It's not almost knock yeah. over your half-dead coach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, uh, on the 49ers side of things, um, not knowing the overtime rules, that's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, he didn't officially say it, but uh, come on, I like I they, I, you gotta take the ball second because you know Mahomes is gonna score, and if not, you take yeah, off the pressure exactly. off of them. You get rid of a down, like you had a couple opportunities where they probably would have punted, um, <clears throat> knowing that. I mean, it's. Kyle Shanahan is a great offensive mind, but when it comes down to like being a head coach, dude, like it's not Josh McDaniels level of like shittiness, but it it's a problem. Yeah, it it is a problem, and yeah, I mean, 
You you even saw the Chiefs' reactions on the sidelines after they like got chose to receive the ball first. They were all like, I mean, they chose to receive the ball. Like that's what we wanted. If we won the toss, yeah. we would have kicked it yeah. off. And then they like, drive down, and then like you're on the ten yard line. I'm not going for a field goal because I now now the Chiefs know what they got to do and they've been on your fucking ass the whole entire second yeah, half. Plus, plus you make like say say you don't get it and then you make them you you have to make them drive all the way down the field at that yeah. point. You're you're on the what was it like the four yard line or something? I mean, you're, you're, yeah, you're gonna lose either way because all they got to do is score. So I yeah. mean, it, I just if you're gonna go balls deep and you're gonna get the ball first, let's say to give your defense a quote-unquote rest, you better score a fucking touchdown. So at least you get that third possession like he was saying he wanted. Yeah. And, yeah, when you're going against someone like Andy Reid and Patrick Holmes in the Super Bowl, uh, no one does it better than them. And and your defense hasn't stopped them all second half, so you should expect for them to score. Yeah, you're immediately thinking, okay, they're going to score, so Mm -hmm. we need to score. And uh, who knows? Maybe he didn't know the overtime rules, so he just uh, yeah. I wouldn't put it past. But <laughs> I mean, also not to mention on that last drive, Christian McCaffrey gets you all the way down the field, and then for three straight plays, you choose not to use them at all. And yeah. what happens? And you, McCaffrey's you averaging like six yards a carry, like. Like, it's not the whole point, because if you go back and see, like, they did run the ball in the second half, but, like, that other scenario and where they ended up kicking the field goal, instead of throwing a pass there, they should have ran the ball, because I, I get it, the Chiefs are probably going to still score, uh, score a field goal to tie it, but you're still knocking 40 seconds off and or one of their timeouts. So, it, it makes a difference. I mean, that whole – his whole management of the game was just horrible. Just horrible. I would have not thrown a single pass in the second half, I'll be honest with you. But uh, I mean, I, I I don't I don't get it. I mean, Chris McCaffrey had 19 rushes at the end of the game. He should have had 19 rushes at the end of the fourth quarter. In the third quarter. Yeah, that too. That <laughs> start of the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's, no. That's what he, I I would not put my hands the hands in Brock Purdy. Put it into your playmakers. Put it into the Debo. Put it into that's what you've done McCaffrey. all season. Why yeah. go away from it? Why, why try to make Brock Purdy the hero, right? Yeah, he's I don't, I don't he's been like I, I love Brock Purdy. Don't get me wrong, but he's been the person on that team to just get the ball in the playmaker's hands. So mm-hmm. why stay away from that? Why make Brock Purdy become the hero all of a sudden in the Super Bowl? Like even that touchdown pass that John Jennings had, dude. That whole play in itself, like you had them on your their heels the entire drive. Why are you doing that now? Yeah. Like, even that, like, oh, okay, great, it scored, but you didn't need to do that. It wasn't at the point in the game that you needed to whip that out, you know? Yeah. And I don't know how how Christian – on that play, Chris Jones just went scot-free to Brock Purdy. I, I don't – I the best D lineman on that Chiefs team, you just decided to not block him. That, that didn't make any sense to me. But uh, well, that that's a whole different conversation, and who they allow to make changes to the play and stuff like that. I mean, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. Anyways, all said and done, Chiefs Super Bowl champions once again, back to back. Who would have um, guessed? <laughs> you 
Yeah, not me. The way their season was looking. I mean, uh, in, in all honesty, that was one of the worst teams to win a Super Bowl. That Chiefs yeah. team is not a good team. Yeah. All in all, in my opinion, that that whole NFL season was just a mid-season. It was. NFL season. Um, I mean, just because of injuries, you had Joe Burrow get injured. I mean, Jalen Hurts played like that. That Eagles team was complete shit. Like, it was just riddled with injuries. Eagles team peaked at the wrong time, and then all of a sudden, after week 11, it's like they didn't know how to play football anymore. So, I I don't know what happened to that team, but – yeah, man, it, it was, it, it was just a midseason. All the team, there's a lot more better teams that played like shit. Truthfully, yeah, yeah, I I truthfully think the best team in the NFL that season was the 49ers. Yep, but they weren't able to weren't able to win. I think the honestly the brightest point of that season was the Detroit Lions. Yeah, what season they? I, I'll be honest with you, I think the Lions would have won that game because Dan Campbell sure as fuck ain't kicking a field goal. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was either going to be the Lions won or they lost by 150 because Dan Campbell went for it in every fourth down. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I mean, Lions, I think Dan Campbell is is definitely a, a very good uh, head coach. And when it comes comes to, you know, games like that, he's probably pulling it out. Although, the only he, – he gets too stubborn and at some points. It's like he to, gets too excited. Yeah, and and he's like, oh yeah, I believe in my team, so I'm going for this. Yeah, and it, it hurt him at the fourth, end. Fourth and twelve on their own thirty yard line, you know. It, but, um, but yeah, no, I I agree. I I think Lions Lions win that game. Yeah, I, I would too. Um, and honestly, the Lions, I think, should have beat the Forty ers but yeah. They should have, 100%, but he needs a game management coach is what he needs. Yeah, yeah, do what the Ravens mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Ravens hired their themselves a game-managing coach. <clears throat> Anyways, news with the Panthers. There's not news with the Panthers. Uh, <laughs> I, Julius Peppers got inducted into the Hall of Fame, so – I think we talked about that last time. Yeah, I think um, so. But uh, ever since that, there there really hasn't been anything going on with the Panther organization, at least that I know of. Um, well, I'm I know not... the, the re-signings and stuff is now open for that period, so uh, hopefully we get some news on that mm-hmm. uh, on that front. Um, I know in March, one of the, the free agency period opened up. What is it? Uh, is that the – 15th or some shit like that, I think is when free agency opens. So I know T Higgins franchise tag. I don't know. That's probably this week's news. Yeah. So they're, they're saying he's supposed to get franchise tag. So uh, I would think they're going to trade him, especially in their draft position. I see no sense in bringing him back when you can probably get an equivalent wide receiver with especially the depth of that. And they're picking like, I think they're picking mid like 10 to 20, somewhere around there, upper. Um, mm-hmm. they can get themselves a hell of a receiver to replace him. Keon Coleman, for example. Um, mm-hmm. And you can get some probably a late or a really early second to late first for T. Higgins. So if I'm the Bengals, that's what I'm doing. Because I'm not going to pay him when you got to pay Jamar Chase now coming up too. Yep. I agree. Um, and, and definitely Panthers should definitely go after T. Higgins. Um, I think every team that needs a receiver should go after him. 
just depends yeah, on what it, you want to give a, up for him. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal talent. Um, he had wide receiver one stats the year before yeah. Jamar Chase was there. So he, he, I mean, he is a wide receiver one. Yeah, exactly. Um, and talking about you know the draft and everything, it's looking like Jaden Daniels is becoming that number two spot going yeah, to the Commanders, and I've Patriots been, I, are going to Drake May. I've been saying Jaden Daniels is the second best quarterback in this draft. Um, yeah, I, I honestly don't think I think it's going to probably go more like um, I think Caleb's going to go to the Redskins. That's uh, Redskins, the Commanders. Um, <laughs> I with Cliff Kingsbury higher, and they kind of stole him from the uh, Raiders. And um, I would not be surprised if there's a move from that second to first pick to get him. And then from there, it's a shit show. Truthfully, I I, I don't know what the hell's gonna go on. I like Jaden Daniels a lot more than I like Drake May, but we need a quarterback. And I think Drake May is a two-year, three-year project. To be honest with you. But he's got potential to be like Josh Allen. It's just really hard to replicate what Josh Allen does. I don't really like the way Josh Allen plays his game, which is probably why I don't like Drake May. Um, but, I mean, let's see. I mean, you got you, – that first pick has to be a quarterback. The only way I'd sign, like justify it is if you trade down, get a haul, get another first-round pick next year, and uh, get yourself uh, a tackle or a wide receiver if you don't get one, obviously, in free agency. But – I don't know, man. I think when you're picking top three, you got to kind of stay there because you're not, you hope to not be in that position again, ever again. So, well, I'm looking at a mock draft here by CBS. Sounds like a train's going on, you know, in your back. Yeah, yeah. I'm in my, I'm enjoying the weather currently. So, excuse the train. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm looking at a mock draft on CBS right now. NFL CBS and it has yep. Patriots trading back with the Vikings to pick eleven. Oh, and, and uh, Justin Jefferson, <laughs> all that shit. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take that in a heartbeat. You don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> I, I don't. Yet yeah, they get Brock Bowers at the number eleven pick. I, I don't give a fuck they who they get at the eleven Brock pick. Bowers goes to number pick eleven. Listen, I don't oh. care who that – we could pick some idiot that, from Rutgers for all I care in the 11th pick. If we get Justin Jefferson, it's a good draft. <laughs> uh, no, that's, I, that would never the, – the Vikings should literally dissolve as a franchise if they trade Justin Jefferson. If, yeah, if they get rid of just, Justin Jefferson, that yeah, that's yeah. insane. Yeah, so – And yeah, you're basically I, I, saying, you know, what's his name? Uh, Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison – you're saying he's like JJ Worth, and yeah, no, I, 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 he's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I don't think. I mean, Justin Jefferson is just once in a generational talent over there. Yeah, that's why I don't listen to any of these mock drafts. None of these reporters or anybody that does that. These so-called film reporters that watch film and all this shit, they all don't know fucking shit. They have their own little grading system. They fall in love with their own stupid people. Just like I do, like I love Jane Daniels more than Drake Bay, and people call me an idiot, and I call people the idiots about it too. Um, neither one of us is right because the only ones that it matters is when the team goes to pick. And um, I just want them to pick a prospect that they truthfully love and believe in. I don't want them to settle. I mean, specifically being in the third spot, I know I've said this a million times, but if it goes quarterback, quarterback, if you don't like that third quarterback, I don't care if it's Caleb, Jaden, Drake May, just don't take them if you don't truly believe in them. That's all I ask for. 
So, yeah, that's 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 my little take on the draft. I mean, nobody's gonna know shit. Nobody knows where these prospects are gonna be no. ranked at, anyways. Like the yeah, we, I mean, we you, haven't you even have... gotten the free agency either. Free agency is gonna fill up gaps too. So you could be all of a sudden like if the fucking Patriots get two offensive tackles in this free agency. Um, now that that that's sealed, you don't even need that, and you just need a receiver. So that becomes top of the board, uh, and like vice versa. Maybe they get a receiver, and now they need two old tackles because we didn't sign either of our guys. So once free agency hits, I think you and I will get into these draft mock drafts a little bit more, as useless mm-hmm. as they are. But at least we kind of know what teams need at that point. Right now, it's just throwing fucking darts into a damn tree. Yeah, I mean, you you can make ten mock drafts right now, ten ten different mock drafts right now. I guarantee you, at, at least one of those picks is going to be wrong on every single one of those. 10 and I one hundred percent guarantee it's going to be completely different once free agency hits because you're going to have all these spots that are filled up now that you don't need. Yeah, and then, that you thought and you, then you, you also got the combine coming that's yep. going to you know yep. bump players up you got you know, their senior days and all that all that so yep. um we'll see what happens um we'll we'll uh in future podcasts do do uh yeah like we did last some year. mock drafts like yeah like we did last year um like it, basically how we started off this podcast yeah uh, pretty much <clears throat> but uh on other NFL news, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was hit with the two-game suspension, uh, violating NFL's yeah. PD. I think he's uh, going to retire. I mean, he needs to because those PEDs didn't work. <laughs> no, yeah, he <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he was mid-QB at, at the best, and – those performance-enhancing drugs, he, he should have took some better ones. Um, and now he's going to be a free agent more than likely. So any team – Oh, yeah, Ra- so Raiders already said, said they're releasing yeah. So Yeah, so now he's got a two-game suspension. It's like it's pointless to get him. At, if I'm him, just just retire. Yeah. I mean, or you can just be a backup QB somewhere, you know. Yeah, if anybody even good. wants him to be backup because he's injured 96% of the season. Plus, he's suspended two games, so like you yeah. So now it's hundred percent. It's hundred percent. Yeah, now as a backup, you're not even going to have him for two games at least. Um, I don't know how they gauge uh, the the like how the NFL gauges out like how long their suspension is because I feel like some people with PEDs have been suspended for a whole season, and he's only suspended two games. So I I don't know how they gauge that out. Uh, I think they just do it on like who they like and who they don't like. <laughs> oh, Jim Garoppolo, he doesn't really matter that much. We'll give yeah, him exactly, exactly. Egg fuck exactly. <laughs> God forbid if it was a Patriots receiver, they would have killed him. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I, I can kind of go over the coaching. We got three positions that are left over for the Patriots. We got a receivers coach, which is pretty crucial because we can't develop a receiver if we even tried. Uh, tight ends coach is available. He actually, our other tight ends coach, went with uh, um, Bill O'Brien over the BC. Um, and we need a special teams assistant coach. So we've almost got it filled out. We actually have an assistant receivers coach before we even have a receivers coach. So very interesting in how they decided to do that. But um, very interesting to see who they 
they get a receivers coach. I know we talked about it last time. We have no idea who the hell anybody is a receivers coach anywhere. But, um, yeah, we're pretty much just sitting in a standstill. I think the next big date is that NFL free agency. And um, I would presume the whole coaching staff's already filled out till then. The Panthers have theirs filled out already, right? Yep. We're, okay. we're filled. We're, we're good. Yeah, so March 13th is when it opens up. That's the next big day. Well, I mean, I want to I want to start seeing some moves by the Panthers right now. That's yeah, the, some re-signings. Yeah, there hasn't been much of anything when it comes yeah. to re-signings on any team. So yeah, but I th- I think in the coming week, um, we should have some updates and some re-signage and all that. Um, I was speaking of resigning Chris Jones contract option just got or Chris Jones just got franchise tag basically. Um, okay. That's what I figured they were going to do and probably trade him if I had to guess. Yeah. That's a smart thing to do. So, um, and then I, I'm trying to go through all the free agency right now moves. Not really. It hasn't been much. I know AJ McCarron got cut from the Bengals. Oh, I, I guess we can briefly talk about uh, Steve Wilkes. He four nine. Oh yes. Goodbye to him. He's he's gone. Uh, all of us Panthers fans were well, not really me. I didn't really want him as a head coach, but a lot of Panthers fans were saying that he should be our head coach, and now 49ers say he shouldn't even be our defense coordinator. I think there's something on the inside going on because. I thought he did a pretty pretty good job with the Niners that season. Uh, I don't think their defense was bad at all. I think they were one of the top defenses. Uh, and that may have been because they have a heck of a lot of talent on that defense side. Um, but I, I do think there's something going on on the inside that we don't know about with Steve Wilkes uh, firing. But uh, I, I don't – in all honesty, I don't truly understand that firing. But, hey, the 49ers did it. Steve Wilkes kind of seems like he got screwed again. And he's, once again, out of a job. Yep. Um, any comments on your side? No, nope, I just think that was just a reactive thing from the Super Bowl, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know. I, I just think the 49ers are going downhill more and more each year. Brendan Ayuk was pissed off to lead it all. You know, this typical bullshit. And he's still got his fifth-year option, I think, is coming up in two years. So not next year, but year after that. So that's another guy to be on the lookout to see who get traded because I, I don't know how they're going to pay everybody. But I, I just think the 49ers are slowly going to be uh, crumbling from within because that defense – well, I mean, he did what he could do with it. I mean, I I, I was so up and down. I, I really don't understand with that team. But I don't know. I, just per usual, he got he got screwed out of that. Like I would have kept them. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know, man. You never know. Kyle Shanahan still has a job. So Brandon Staley mean, had a job for twenty years. I I don't think we talked about this, but uh, even Cliff Kingsbury has has a job as new Commanders yeah. offensive coordinator. Um, I was looking over his resume and like his background. I don't even know how he got head coaching job. He he doesn't really have like any experience. 
but uh, I mean, well, by experience, I mean like good experience, like good good things on his resume. He mm-hmm. he kind of just was on losing teams, and all of a sudden he's a head coach, and that was a losing team too. When now he's the new commander's offense coordinator. So on another losing team. On another losing team. So we'll see how he does with uh, with whatever quarterback they get in the draft, which yep. my guess would be Caleb. That's worth so. pointing towards, but uh, it's pretty much up in the air with everything. So they do love their UNC quarterbacks is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, if you love your UNC quarterbacks, then just keep Sam Howell and don't even draft a quarterback. Oh, God bless America. <laughs> I mean – why I'm not, not? A commander's fan. Why, why go from one UNC days. quarterback to another UNC quarterback? Why not just have both? Just take them both and have them both play. Oh, true. Yeah, best friends. <laughs> <laughs> you just alternate them. Yeah, you know, exactly. old, old college football style. Yeah, exactly. It's easy. Speaking like, speak of college Hill. football, uh, they announced that EA Sports is coming out with their new 2025 or – is it 2025? Yeah, 25. yeah 2025 uh, college football game. So, yeah, and we're we'll learning the best more news. about that in May. That's the best news of 2024 I've gotten so far. Yeah, but it's made by EA. Yeah, I know. Well, we'll see. They like, like to fuck up everything. We're talking but... about an organization that hasn't changed the game of Madden in, in, in years. Oh, no, since... they have. They just made it worse. Yeah, well, exactly. So, we'll see how that game is. Um, but we're approaching on 30 minutes here. I believe we, we can wrap it up for this week. Um, yep. Next week, we'll come back. Hopefully, we got some news for you guys um, as far as, you know, some juicy news within the NFL. Um, but I will say, with my closing words, my condolences to – the families that were affected uh, at the Chiefs Super Bowl parade um, shooting, uh, one, I believe, one dead and about like 10 to 15 injured. Uh, can't even, this day and age, can't even go out there and celebrate a Super Bowl win uh, with, with a bunch, you know, a, a mass get together. I mean, you basically can't have a mass get together anywhere nowadays. It's very sad. Um, and my condolences go out to the families who were affected by the shooting. I agree with you. Uh, uh, it's it's a horrible life we're living in, but uh, politics ain't going to change. So that's just that's all I got to say about it. Yep. Um, anyways, this has been another episode of Talk of Football Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, and five stars on Spotify. Sorry we didn't show our beautiful faces today. Uh, we are, like I said, not at the computer today. Uh, we had to get a quick one in there for you guys. Uh, but, yes, thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.